Welcome to another edition of the Landlord and Tenant Podmess, the only podcast that has the balls to ask the question, can a landlord and tenant be buddies? Hi, everybody. I'm one of your hosts. I'm Landlord James. And I'm your other co-host. My name is Tenant Michael. Um, Hearing you say uh, we're the only podcast that has the balls reminded me of the classic ACDC song. Are you familiar with the, the... Bon Scott era song. It's a bit of a novelty song called Mm. Big Balls. Yes, they used to play that once in a while on Q107 when I was a teenager and would drive around and listen to the radio. And I always thought, this sucks. Am I crazy? It's a bit of a a departure for ACDC from their, you know, rockin', guitar-driven, you know, style of music to it's sort of like a string quartet playing. And it's almost like a song that you would expect, like, to be on an old episode of Benny Hill. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I've got big balls, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. And it's a, it's a double entendre, and I'm sure when it first hit the airwaves, people, it took a few listens before people got what they were, you know, getting at. Mm, oh, you, right, because it's a bit, right, yeah. they might mean they're, they're nuts. But when you finally get the joke... Mm. it's just crazy it's kind of like that movie adaptation with Nicolas Cage where you're watching it and you're going uh, what's going on here and then later you learn oh the screenplay he was trying to write is what they actually acted out at the end of the movie yes oh, it's exactly cool. like that yeah yeah. you know when because famously Bon Scott the the uh, original vocalist in ACDC he passed away because I think he froze to death drunk in a car or something oh. uh, R.I.P. All right, Peter Bon Scott, and I've always wondered if at his funeral they brought in like a string quartet uh, in the corner while everyone was, you know, in wearing black and in mourning, and if in the corner the string quartet was quietly playing uh, an instrumental version of Big Balls. <laughs> I wonder. I wonder. So, inter- it would be interesting if ACDC continued this path of novelty Weird Al style songs. Yeah, I um, wonder why they didn't. Yeah, I don't know, because it would be fun to hear the other singer do, like, you know, uh, uh, live in La Vida Mocha or something about a coffee, you know? Yeah. Maybe Weird Al uh, sent them a cease and desist letter or something. Imagine like, Brian, Brian Johnson, though, the, the second singer from ACDC. I don't think he ever covered it live, but imagine him with this crazy, like his, oh, I can't even do it. It hurts, but. Yeah. I Oh, God, It's how do the guys sing like that? I don't know. <laughs> um, <coughs> excuse me, not oh, COVID, boy. I hope. We're both uh, a little worse for wear after doing our ACDC impersonation. We are. We truly are. Um, so uh, how's it going, Mike? I, you know, I, I, uh, I'm a big news guy, you know. Yeah. And uh, I was actually uh, reading the news just before we, we recorded. And um, it was a really good article in the Toronto Sun, our sort of local um, tabloid newspaper. The only newspaper with the balls, basically, to print the fucking truth. And uh, uh, Joe Warmington in there was writing about how sad he is that because of COVID, we might lose Hooters. We might lose the restaurant Hooters in downtown Toronto and how sad that is. Right. And he even made a little video 
on the website where he's eating at Hooters, no mask, and just like, hey, if you know, it's going to be really sad if this little mom and pop hole in the wall institution in the city, Hooters, goes under. And you know what? um, mm. I actually saw this video. My first question is: is is Joe becoming a TikToker? And um, (laughs) the second question is: Wow, he he felt so strongly. I wonder, like, why did he make a video? But then once you watch the video, you're like, yes, this this is the the right format. You want to see a sort of out of shape, mid fifties, something, you know, real Ontario guy with an Ontario accent sitting down in a depressing looking sex boobs restaurant, eating uh, horrendous looking wings and demanding that the government acts to save the restaurant. Absolutely. And, you know, when I look at my Twitter and Facebook, it's all these libs being sad that some dive bar in a basement that probably smells like pee is shutting down for a condo, blah, blah, blah. But uh, I'm with I'm with I'm with fucking Joe. I mean, if Hooters go if Hooters leaves Toronto, I'm leaving Toronto. He he begins the video, Joe Warmington, by saying the downtown Hooters is a landmark. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, yeah, it's basically at an intersection where there's. (laughs) <laughs> Three giant brand new uh, skyscraper condo buildings. Yes. And then in the fourth corner, there's a one story um, Hooters <laughs> that looks like it's made with uh, sort of a shed material on the yeah. outsides. And yeah. Uh, yeah, so it is a landmark and I'm sure it'll blast in that corner for a very long time. So, hey, James, can I um, do you mind if I ask you about uh, something we hadn't planned? Do you mind if I bring this up? Not at all. So Halloween is creeping up on us, and uh, it's it's coming soon. And are you familiar with the the '80s movie Ghoulies? Are you talking about Goonies? No, Ghoulies. Remember that? It's a horror movie. You're making a common mistake, confusing Goonies and Ghoulies. Ghoulies has the iconic video cover of a green bald uh, little ghoulie monster coming up from a toilet. Oh, okay. I'm Googling it now. I can't say I really remember it, but I, I think it's it's a great image. It's a beautiful image. It's one of mankind's greatest <laughs> images. And he's wearing a little fella. Uh-huh. He's wet from the toilet. And he's uh, he's wearing red suspenders. So you got to wonder, oh, was he, into this? was he into ska at the time? But um, I learned today that there were four movies in the Ghoulies franchise. And that blew my mind. You know, I gotta say, I've I've never heard of Ghoulies. You're you're a couple of years older than me, and I wonder if 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 the Ghoulie era was just slightly before my prime, my uh, real you know prime time as a as a as a teen. Well, but maybe- this looks great. I love the look of this guy. It's like a little green go- goblin guy. Who, what is he? He lives in the toilet, I guess. He lives in the toilet, but he's sick of it, and he's coming to Earth. But just just looking at to that Earth. image. Let me ask you, because I know my answer. If you went and opened the toilet and you saw a little green guy in there, uh-huh. I know personally I'd be scared to death. How would you react? I would. He sort of looks like a Ninja Turtles unwell little brother or something who has like and something wrong with him and, from the and we sewer don't system. Know. Oh my god, that's right. <clears throat> yeah, you know, actually, here's the here's a true story, folks. I read in the Bill Bryson book at home that it's not that uncommon for rats like it's it's not common but it has happened that rats can like climb up your toilet pipe and go in your toilet and ever since i read that i can't sit on the toilet without looking like or if i sit down on the toilet i'll get up and look just i'm so scared (laughs) there's gonna be a rat in there this is true i can't not look 
What would you prefer, though? Touching. Well, this is what I'm saying. Cause, like, I do have a bit of a real fear that mm-hmm. when I'm sitting on the toilet, something's going to come out of the hole and bite my most delicate parts. Well, I do really just... this. Have, I probably have that thought every day. Every I probably day. go, oh, is there anything in there? Nope. And now I, you've got something else to worry about beyond rats. You got to worry about a damn ghoulie. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I wouldn't love if a ghoulie was popped out of my toilet. I mean, if I was in the shower and I looked over and I saw his head sticking out, I'd go, hey, what's up, bro? But if I was sitting on it, no, I don't yeah. need that in my life. All right. Well, and well, uh, I respect your opinion. What um, a great idea for a horror movie, though, because it for me, it is a real true you know, fear. Well, I wonder if this movie had the same effect that Psycho had when it was released, where, you know, people were afraid to take a shower mm-hmm. because they were afraid of being stabbed. I wonder if, if large portions of the viewing public just stopped using the toilet after this because they were so terrified of a, of a ghoulie. Or, you know what, Mike? I'm an entrepreneur. I'm a capitalist. I'm always making products. Mm. I'm talking Pecker Coin. I'm talking numerous others on the life of this podcast. If Ghoulies takes off again, which it might, everything's getting revamped, re-released, some kind of device in the toilet that would capture and kill a Ghoulie could sell. You have a little guillotine right right at the hole of the toilet, and if anything kind of comes out, it just slices it. Actually, you could work it so that whether something goes in or out, it slices it. So if you're, you know, doing your thing, it'll slice it up. Yeah, and if something's coming the other way, it cuts off its head. Yeah. It's not a bad Sometimes idea. Sometimes things going either way block that, that little you know, I don't need, passage. yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm not worried. Like, if something's going down, go ahead, do whatever you want with it. If something's coming up, yeah, maybe g- give it a cut <laughs> in half. Really recommend anyone who's listening right now, <clears throat> if you're not driving, uh, pull out your phone and Google image search ghoulies, because uh, it really is, it really is a, is a, is a hell of a thing. So uh, just just briefly, I don't want to spend too much time talking about Ghoulies, the oh, franchise. Let's talk about Ghoulies. But Ghoulies, uh, the the sequel, the al- the album cover. Listen to me, the, <laughs> the Mike, movie poster. You know somebody's a big music fan when. <laughs> so the movie poster of Ghoulies too, um, it's it's the original guy, the green guy in the toilet, and he's got a friend with him now behind yes. the toilet. Yeah. Now, uh, but Ghoulies three. Now this is the one where. I raised my eyebrows so high that they hit the damn ceiling. Because this is the third movie. It's from 1990. It's called Ghoulies Go to College. (laughs) And I just want to say, the the movie cover of Ghoulies 1 looks like a real movie. (laughs) Ghoulies 2 looks like a real movie. The the video cover of Ghoulies 3 looks like my uncle made it. In the 80s on a Mac computer that's like black and white. It's it's not really shitty looking. And it should be getting better. Like it's it's getting later in time. They didn't use Hollywood's greatest designers for the cover of Ghoulies Three, but the toilet theme uh, remains. And this time we have three Ghoulies um, (laughs) around a toilet, but this time they're wearing caps and gowns because they're they've gone to college and it seems they've graduated instantly. (laughs) And they're coming out of a toilet again. Yes, they're all wearing their gowns and uh, hats. Like when you graduate. And they're all coming out of a toilet. First yes. of all, look, I don't want to be that guy. I don't want to go Neil deGrasse Tyson on ghoulies. But if 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 this if this was real, their their gowns would be ruined and very wet. And the gowns in this picture are not wet. They are dry. They're dry. And 
we all know if you've ever graduated from anything, you rent a gown and cap, so you don't want to get it all covered in <clears throat> sewage and, and water yeah. and God knows what else, you know? Yeah. They're going to have to pay for the damn dry cleaning. Um, but I'll just read from IMDb here a little uh, concise summary of the plot of Ghoulies Go to College. Please. Um, and also, good for them for, you know, seeking out higher education. I just well, hope they... I, I think we don't... have quite enough BAs out there. Thank you very much. We don't need ghoulies with BAs as well. Well, I disagree. Anyway. I just hope that they don't get saddled with too much uh, student debt. Um, <laughs> but here's the, uh, the summary of the plot of Ghoulies Go to College. A college teacher brings the little creatures back to his campus where they proceed to terrorize the faculty and students. Hmm. Okay. Is that it? Uh, that's it. <laughs> well, fuck that. That guy uh, didn't put a ton of work into that job. No. Um, <clears throat> well, let's see here. There's no, on Wikipedia the plot description is in the third installment, the, the little demons are summoned at a college campus <laughs> by Professor Ragnar, Kevin McCarthy, Ooh. who played the owner of the UHF station in the movie UHF. Um, who is obsessed with the, the occult, soon the creatures wreak havoc that is initially dismissed as elaborate pranks by the partying frat houses during the annual prank week. That is until a couple at the school realize that the pranks are not so innocent this time. So they're demons. They're demons on the campus. Interesting. You know, I, I can't help but feel that the, the Leprechaun film franchise borrowed, or at least owes something, to the Ghoulies folks. Because these right. ghoulies don't look that different to, than the Leprechaun to me. And the Leprechaun also carried on and went on to different <laughs> adventures. Leprechaun in Vegas, Leprechaun in Space, obviously. Leprechaun, leprechaun in, in the, the hood. hood. In yep. the hood. They stole my idea. I could have uh, been the guy coming out of that toilet. Well, were the, well, here's a question. Were the ghoulies Irish? Or at least from the United Ke- you know, British Isles. And, Interesting. Not that Ireland <laughs> is part of the United Kingdom, but... Judging by their sickly pallor, I'd say they're from the British Isles, but um, yeah, I, it doesn't say anywhere on IMDb or Wikipedia if they're Irish or what. I wonder, I mean, it would be nice to know. I agree. Or maybe they're, who knows, Italian or Spanish or something. I don't know. Now that's interesting. I hadn't considered, are the ghoulies Italian? <laughs> well, oh, it's a great question. Great now, ghoulies chat. Yeah, that was on. I didn't expect that to happen, but it just came uh, back uh, back to my mind as we were talking. Um, mm. Listeners, if you're enjoying this type of discussion that you won't hear anywhere else, please be sure to go to Patreon.com/slash/LandlordTenant, and if you can or if you want to, please uh, donate to us to uh, help uh, help us keep doing the darn show. That's right, and if you donate, we give you a bonus episode a month. Um, and, uh, we're super appreciative. Thank you so much to everyone who already does. And if you can't, no big deal. If you could rate and review it, that would help. Um, quite a bit. Thanks folks. Listeners, if you've been, uh, tuning in for the past month or so, you'll know that every week we've been having a special report sent in, um, from the East coast of Canada, from Lunenburg, Nova Scotia, from our friend of the show, Bryn Potty. Because uh, it just so happens that Lunenburg is having a mayoral election, and voting is this Saturday, October 17th. It's all happening uh, this this weekend. Absolutely. And I bet the fuck, the people over at this hour has 22 minutes are shaking in their fucking boots that yeah. we have been nailing East Coast political coverage 
obviously better than them. Yes. And we've got this election covered, and those guys are over there doing their song parodies and, you know, laughing it up. <laughs> Meanwhile, we're fucking killing it on the East Coast politics thing here this last six weeks or so. Yeah. So, you know, something to think about. But yes, Bryn Potty has been our reporter out there on the East Coast. He's done an incredible job. And he, you know, you got to, if you haven't listened, you got to go back uh, last few episodes and hear his installments, uh, you know, following this election. And uh, he's got a latest installment here. Shall we shall we play it, Mike? Press that play button, man. Happy Thanksgiving, James and Michael. Happy Thanksgiving, listeners. This is Brim Potty reporting from Lunenburg once again. The election is this Saturday, so it's going to be the last time that I speak to you until we know the new mayor of Lunenburg. Uh, it's either going to be Matt Risser or John McGee. I just wanted to give everybody a reminder of the stakes and who the candidates are. Neither candidate, to my mind, has put out a satisfactory plan to deal with the most pressing issue in town, which is that there are way too many deer around here. I'm not even joking. The deer own the night around here. It's scary to go out. There are just too many of them. I asked Matt if he would make it legal to shoot the deer in town. He said no. He thinks it's a sensible policy that you can't shoot guns in town. I have not asked John McGee the same question, but if I see him around this week, I will. So what are the pros and cons of each candidate? Well, John McGee, pro, uh, he's a businessman, and he's got the support of the business community. Uh, he's been on town council for about 12 years, and he is the current town crier. Would being both mayor and town crier be too much power? Well, that's not for me to say. Anyway, cons to John McGee, he was rude to my mom one time, and I think he's from Alberta. As for Matt Risser, pro, he is hypothetically in favor of a female town crier, should he get to a point one. And, but con, he has never had a job or paid rent. Um, so it's really a classic boomer versus millennial election here. You've got a well-educated progressive with a no job experience who lives at home versus a grouchy old businessman. Uh, both locked in heated competition for a part-time job. And we'll know who won next time I speak to you. It's been Brid Potty reporting from Lunenburg. Great report. Great report as always. Really interesting stuff. Very interesting. So you got John McGee, businessman, town crier, but he's rude. been rude to his mom. Rude to Bryn's mom, yeah. And Matt Risser, who is hypothetically in favor of a female town crier, which is going to be big with types like you, Mike. Con has never had a job or paid rent. Wow. Yeah. Now, I'm, I've got to say, if, if Risser really wants to be mayor, he should capitalize on this scandal of uh, John McGee being rude to Bryn's mom, because no one likes a politician who's rude to anyone's mom, you know? Especially now that Bryn has been working as a special correspondent for this podcast. Yes. Because now Bryn's got a little bit of heat behind him. You know what I mean? Got some clout. Yeah. So I wonder about that. I also can't help but wonder how chapters factors into all this. (laughs) I feel like he's been lost somewhat. If you you missed a couple episodes ago, Bryn brought up how there's a guy in Lunenburg whose nickname is Chapters because he was caught jerking off in a chapters. Which is which is both entertaining and tragic and not very I'll just I'll just come out and say what everyone's thinking. Not a very imaginative nickname, you know? 
No. Wait, were one of the candidates chapters? No. That was no, just some no. other guy that was mentioned, right? It's yeah. a guy that Bryn, I think, went to school with. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Who masturbated in a chapters bookstore and then got the nickname Chapters. Did, when most people think of Lunenburg, they think of, you know, lobsters and fish and uh, seagulls. I didn't, I've never thought of deer. Did you know that uh, deer were on the loose and causing havoc in Lunenburg? No idea. Absolutely had no idea. I wonder if it's like um, r- raccoons here in Toronto where you can't leave yep. your garbage outside because a damn raccoon will get into it. I wonder yeah. in Lunenburg if you leave, you know, you, you know, you leave, leave your laptop outside and you poke your head out a few minutes later. Oh, God, our, rac- our deers run off of my fucking laptop. And he, and he, uh, he ordered a bunch of, of movies and pay- <laughs> used my credit card. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, that'd be a great excuse if you lived in Lunenburg. Oh, honey, I, I, I didn't subscribe to all these OnlyFans accounts. A, fuck, a deer came in and did it. Honey, you got to believe me. I'd never look at that kind of stuff on the internet. It's the damn deer. <laughs> uh. The deer made me have sex with those people. <laughs> Don't you see? Oh, boy. I, I don't envy uh, Bryn for having to live amongst that kind of uh, danger. Now, so that as said, hey, he's in the con- you know he's in the countryside. He's looking at the ocean. Not bad mm-hmm. to be quarantined there. I mean, hey, yeah. you know, compared to us city folk. Anyway, yeah. carry on. Um, yeah, but as we mentioned before, voting uh, takes place this Saturday. Uh, everyone in Lunenburg, please be safe. Get please out and vote. <laughs> Lunenburg, clapping emojis implied there. Just vote, Lunenburg. Just vote. Now, sir, I don't see your name here on the voters' registration uh, list. Uh, what did you say your name again was? <laughs> what, what's the noise that a deer makes? What's the noise that a deer makes? <laughs> I don't know. That was a yeah, deer. I'm, just, was a, I'm imagining a sheep. A, like a far side cartoon where a yes. deer is trying to register to vote. Oh, far side would have a field day with the Lunenburg election. Yeah. <coughs> Boy, I hope this cough isn't COVID. Yeah. Um, be sure to uh, follow Bryn on Twitter at BrynTendo64. And heck, we're going to have to talk to him after the uh, all the votes are counted and um, hear his uh, analysis of the election. Let's take a break and come back with our guest. And welcome back to the show, everybody. Hope you did what you needed to do during the break, whether you, you needed to get a snack or maybe you needed to take a nap or maybe you need to needed to um, make a phone call because um, something bad happened and you needed to tell people um, about that. Anyway, it's time for our guest. Our guest this week does so many jobs. She's a comedian. She's an actress. She's a musician. And she's a prolific cat Instagrammer. Look, everybody, it's our good friend Jackie Pirico. Hey, guys. Hey, Jackie. Jackie great to see you. It's a real treat to be here and to see you and get all those really nice um, credits off the top, too. Yes. I, yeah, uh, Mike Slaves Away coming up with those. <laughs> I hope you didn't, didn't object to anything I said there. Absolutely I, uh, not. In fact, I reveled in, in finally somebody acknowledging that I am actually a, mu- a musician. 
That's right. I didn't know until I think I saw you at karaoke, and I went, my stars, that woman can sing. Yeah, well, my stars, James, because both of you, do you remember the first time I ever heard you guys really sing is you harmonized the theme song for Friends. Oh, yeah. And it was so good. I was blown away, and I got you to do it again and recorded it just for my own personal viewing later. I wonder if there's any chance that we could recreate that that magic right now, James. Do you think do you think we could try? Let's Please try do. it. I'll I'll do the 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 you know the non complicated singing, and you do the harmonies because okay. you're better than me. Okay, ready? Um, <clears throat> just luck, Jackie. Okay. Good luck, guys. Thanks. Three, two, one. So no one told you life was gonna be this way. Your job's a joke, you broke. Your love life's the way. Now, I don't know, will that work over Skype? It Probably not. There was a bit of a lag on my end between you guys. There was a lag on my end too, so I was kind of drawing the notes out, and then I realized that's just going to be weird over... Uh, oh, on, on my end, I got a few of the words wrong from that famous <laughs> theme song. And also, yes, um, the lag probably isn't enough to save us from getting sued by the uh, oh, copyright nice. holders. But, you know, yeah. when the trying. Beach Boys were doing their famous harmonies, they probably weren't doing it with the Skype lag. It was probably oh, easier in it. person. Yeah. Jackie, you are a very interesting person. As we already established, you're a musician. You also, you sing, but you also play the recorder. Is I your, do. Um, and guitar, I guess. But recorder is, I've seen you play recorder at live shows many times. Yes, I do. I actually just got a, um, yet another new recorder. So I have so many now. I got a blue one recently. Oh, whoa. Yeah, man. But I, I, I miss I miss live shows because... I still play recorder now. Like I play, I genuinely play it on my own like as a hobby, but I really miss getting up there in front of the audience and um, disappointing people when I produce the <laughs> recorder from my back of my pants. That's what I was just going to say. When I think of you playing the recorder, I think of seeing you reach from behind <laughs> and pulling it out of your pants. Yes. And people are like, Oh no, God, no. <laughs> <laughs> Some weirdos like, oh, if only I was that recorder. <laughs> they don't want to be that recorder when you've been hosting a show for 90 minutes up and down <laughs> off that stage. Does the back pocket get a little... Uh... Well, it's not actually in my back pocket because my back pockets are too shallow. So it truly is like stuck down my ass. <laughs> <laughs> Um, that's good. Have you done any shows in indoors since uh, COVID no, started? Jackie? I have done no indoor shows. I did one outdoor show back in at the end of June, I think, or maybe early July. It was, um, Dan Gallia's show on the river with kayaks. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that was good cause it was so distant, but you know what? I I'm not into these indoor shows. Yeah. I don't think it's safe, uh, to be honest. No, because like, laughing, like laughing yeah. is the ultimate. And the way I laugh, mm. it's not like I'm in the audience laughing, but I'm like, ah, like my mouth goes so wide and I'm like such a robust laugher. I wouldn't, if I had COVID and I was laughing in an audience, everyone would be screwed. That's a good point. If you're sort of a guy who laughs like this, like <laughs> you're probably fine. But if you laugh like this, like, <laughs> you know, you're in trouble. 
<laughs> you're in trouble and everyone else is in trouble. Yeah, and yeah. everyone else is in trouble. So so I haven't I've been I haven't had that many offers of them, but I've just been kind of dodging them. Yeah. But what, what about you guys? No, right? No, 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 no sir, no, no. ma'am. No. Hell no. So so Jackie, you but you did go to England. I did. And you had to be quarantined. What was yes. that like? I traveled. It, we we figured that because we were supposed to go to England for Christmas. Um, and we figured, you know what? By then, we're not going to be able to at all. So we took the chance and went in between the waves of the pandemic while we could. Because <laughs> otherwise, it would be like more than a year and a half since we saw um, Elliot, my husband's family. So, yeah, we went and we quarantined in North Yorkshire, which is like the north mm. of England. And for 14 days in a cottage that belongs to my step in law <laughs> And it was the best, one of the best experiences of my whole life was quarantining there. Wow. I know I would look at your Instagram and I was like, I, I think I said, I wonder if you'll come back because it seems <laughs> better there than here. It is that so life. much better there. It's everything that I want in life. Like there were so many sheeps and goats suddenly yes. on your Instagram feed and cows even, you know, <laughs> you name it. I, okay. So yeah, there's, there's Yorkshire is for sure famous for so much sheep. There's, you're just surrounded by tens and thousands and millions of sheep. Even everywhere you look, it's so quiet and there's rolling green Hills and, and you're in these valleys in between the Hills, which are called the Dales. Like the valleys are called Dales, which is why it's like, um, called the Yorkshire Dales. Uh, and then there's tons of goats, tons of cows too, but sometimes you'll come across a field that has all three and I call them party packs or like party mix. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Mm -hmm. Oh, and James, I thought of you when we were there because we went to so many different accents, obviously. And like James, you're the king of all of these accents. And we went to, um, uh, oh my God, sorry. Where, what's it called? Uh, Newcastle. Okay. And, and so they have the Jody accent, the Jody. Oh, yes. It's so funny. Absolutely mortal. <laughs> Tonight's going to be absolutely mortal. I can't mortal? even really do it. It's crazy. Yeah, they say mortal. That's like, it's going to be crazy. Mortal. I think the police are from Newcastle. The band, the, the police. Oh, right. I think so, so yeah. Sting just turned 69. Oh God! And he's sixty nine. He's gonna love for that hours. age. Like he's sixty nine for like ten hours at a time. <laughs> Probably on his birthday, he said to his wife, "Like you know what age I turn today, right?" Now? <laughs> yes, Sting. <laughs> then what say we hop in the bedroom and uh, see if it's true what they say? He had to and be in the like, bedroom, it's posters of his musical all over the wall. <laughs> After ten hours of sixty nine, he needed like an oxygen tank. <laughs> <laughs> Can I t- can I confess something to you guys? Please. I think 69 is so embarrassing and stupid. <laughs> like it's an embarrassing isn't it like embarrassing? Huh. It, it, I guess well, you guys are boys and you're like, no, we like 69. We like 69. I'm never embarrassed. I'm so pro and I'm always spreading the gospel uh, wherever I go. <laughs> I'm very active on the 69ing Reddit posts or Reddit message board, and I'm actually a Redditor on that. So, you know, I'm kind of in the community, so I'm not the best yeah. person to ask, but um, I can see what you're saying. It's it's kind of like, um, it, almost, it almost feels like doing a skateboard trick while Yes, it horny. just feels gimmicky. Like, what are we doing here? It's full of gimmicks. Cut the gimmicks. Cut the crap. 
Is yeah. it because of? I'm trying to parse this. Is it because if you if it's a man or woman, most often the the woman's butt hole will be like right near the man's like <laughs> eyes and nose. Is that the? Is well, that the we know how problem? Mike sixty nines now. Yeah, very okay. illuminating. Butthole uh, in the eyes. Anyway, anyone who's anyone knows the guy should be on top. <laughs> Oh, God, the woman would just get an eyeful of hairy ass. <laughs> yeah, it's just such an embarrassing silly. And I feel like I feel like why not dedicate the time to each person individually so everyone gets more out of it? Like, wait your turn. So you're not busy. Like, it's our yeah. culture of, you know, go, 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 multitask, never stop to, you know, smell mm. the flowers, as it were. Instead, you're smelling something altogether different. <laughs> Yeah, it's kind of the equivalent of like eating your breakfast while driving or something. Yeah, you can't enjoy your what's job happening. and then then eat. Drive and then stop and then enjoy your food. Yeah, pull over if you even need to. Yes. Jackie, <laughs> did you see there was a story in the spring that um a backup catcher for the Blue Jays got arrested in a parking lot of a mall? in florida just before covid and he was wanking off uh, to porn on his phone uh in the parking oh. lot oh my god yeah <laughs> what yeah what, what is the bad? latest on this story because ha- has he gone to trial or has it been put on hold during the pandemic or what's going on <laughs> i don't know if there's a trial or what but you know what you- like obviously that's a piggy thing to do Mm-hmm. Okay, yes, it's a very piggy thing to do. But what's what's yeah. the infraction? Is it because anyone could have walked by the car and seen him and then it's indecent exposure? I guess so. Yeah, uh, I think he pled guilty to disorderly conduct or something. And the Toronto, by the way, the Toronto Sun headline the next day, the, the Toronto Sun cover was carjacking. <laughs> of course. And then underneath it says, bait her up. Jay's Reese McGuire arrested for allegedly masturbating. Oh, like Bader, like apostrophe B A T. Exactly. <laughs> that's actually <laughs> really good. good. Yeah. <laughs> that's um, that's so mm. unfortunate. Well, do you remember how Pee Wee Herman got in trouble for Jake j- jerking off in a porn theater? Yes. Yeah. But I feel like since then he's kind of been vindicated, exonerated, because they were like, "Well, yeah, that's what he, that's what you do in those theaters." Yeah, it would have been yeah. weirder if he had been like uh, Paul Rubens, also known as Pee Wee Herman, sat and watched an entire 72-minute <laughs> porno movie without once doing anything. <laughs> <laughs> and he's still in his, like, Pee Wee character, like, hey, I'm watching yeah. a show. James, that was really good. Oh, thank you. James is amazing. Oh, come on. I don't know. I don't know. I've never really thought about it. Ha ha. Okay. <laughs> something like that. Do you want to know something sick and twisted? Sure. Is that like, there were times when in, during the movie, the, um, Pee-wee's Big Adventure, when he was being really kind of emotionally withholding and kind of negging to Dottie. And that's yeah. when I found him to be the most, the hottest. Oh, really? wow. Interesting. Well, I guess that stupid stuff works, huh? Yeah. That's why these ding-dongs do it. I, that, that was my first foray into negging, I guess. And, and it really it worked on me. As a, <laughs> as a child, I was like, oh, he's kind of hot when he's like being like, whatever, Dottie. <laughs> do you remember how he negged Dottie in the movie? 
I, I remember at the start, he just like, he just didn't have the time for her. Like she was trying to mm. like, cause she really loved him. Right. Like she was like, yeah. she was always trying to, I'm trying to 69 with him. With his suit on. He'd 69 <laughs> with that suit on. I just remember her being like, I don't know. I can't remember specifically. I also remember that we would always get my dad to pause and then slow-mo on the VHS Large Marge. <laughs> when her face goes crazy. It was terrifying. Terrifying yeah. moment. Huh. It's interesting. Is the nagging, like when he's like, I'm a loner, a rebel. Yes. That kind I'm of thing. I'm a loner, Dottie. Yeah. Good memory. Mm. <laughs> oh, and speaking of porn theaters, I had a good friend when I lived in Montreal who worked at Cinema L'Amour, like the porn theater. She worked there. Wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. And she, and she I, I mean, just as like a ticket booth person and clean up, whatever, the dog's body of the porn theater. <laughs> and uh, so she would tell me tales from within the theater, you know? Whoa. And did anything uh, particularly crazy or nasty uh, stick yeah, in your mind? Yeah. Like she said that there was these, she had this term and it wasn't her own term. I think it was like an industry term <laughs> for people where, so couples would go and watch porn in the theater and then they would like start doing stuff together, the couples Whoa. and then single men in theater watching the movie would then kind of gravitate towards <laughs> this oh. I- I- liaison, this event and be like, baiters up yeah. around them and wow. those were called seagulls because they'd be like wah, 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 like they could see something happening they'd all gather around wow Whoa. imagine being surrounded imagine being in a like a you're like a horny couple and you're doing your thing and mm-hmm. you're being surrounded by old um incel french canadians uh, <laughs> that's every that's the hottest thing i can think of yeah, because I guess if you imagine like uh, an eyes wide shut scenario, you know, everyone's really, you know, it's all these attractive people in suits and uh, masks in a mansion and, you know, uh, sort of erotic. But then I guess it wouldn't really be like that if you just went to a Quebec porn theater and the kind of old guys in there watching you probably wouldn't be that cool. Surely not. No. Yeah. They... And, and, but I guess that's what you sign up for if you're going to go have sex in a porn theater, which is fair enough, fine enough. We're me? not judging. No, not me. But you've got it. There's got to be a degree of expectation that you are going to be gathering. <laughs> you're going to attract onlookers. You're going to be getting a little bit of attention. I haven't seen Eyes Wide Shut in so long, but like, I really want to see it again because I love that kind of freaky shit. Jackie, I don't know if you if you heard this, but uh, when we talked to Sarah about Eyes Wide Shut, I revealed to the world that I saw Eyes Wide Shut when it originally came out um, <laughs> with my with my older brother uh-huh. and no. with my high school English teacher. Oh, oh, oh my God! Wait, I've heard about this teacher. Don't you still go for drinks with him sometimes? Not not for a while, <laughs> but um, but yes, it did for a, a bit after I graduated high school. Yeah. But you saw the movie while you were his student? No, no, no. Nothing oh, that God, bizarre. Oh, God, you. Uh, I had graduated uh, from high school at least a year earlier, so it was totally <laughs> normal. But that's still really, really bizarre. Well, that's how we did things in How do you become such good friends with your <laughs> teacher? What's that? How did you develop such a close relationship? Oh, because you guys were actors? Was well, he a drama I mean, teacher? I was a student and I did the, the drama stuff and he was, he directed some, some plays and stuff. So he's like, <laughs> you know what would be fun? 
<laughs> going to see <laughs> real sexual, uh, you know, masterpiece. My drama teacher made me quit acting. I Maybe I would be a famous actor now. Oh, no. Why? Because he was this rotund, smelly, kind of obvious now looking back perv. Mm. And he would always keep me after class and be like, so what's going on with you and your boyfriend? What do you guys do? What do you guys get up to? <laughs> Stuff what? like that. Uh. And then I'd be like, why am I after, why am I here after class? I would kind of give attitude. Like he would kind of keep me after class under the guise of like I was in shit. And then when I kind of wasn't having it and I'm like, I, I'm not, I don't need to be here giving him attitude. Then he sent me to the principal's office and the principal was like, so what's going on with you lately? Like, is it boyfriend trouble? <laughs> <laughs> they had a ring. The hell? It they was were a ring. Together. Yeah. <clears throat> can you, uh, can and you... I'll say their names, Mr. Slater. And Principal Serafini. Whoa! <laughs> Holy shit. Calling them out. Um, Jackie, we noticed that you're, uh, something's up with you. Could you, uh, we have a tape recorder here. Could you, in, in, um, in as much detail as possible, tell us what you and your boyfriend get up to? <laughs> <laughs> and I just remember them thinking I was some kind of troubled kid, but I wasn't at all. I, I think I told my parents, I'm like, I don't know why these guys so interested in me. Oh, that's a bummer. As a kid, you I mean, obviously different for women, but as a kid, you just assume teachers are, or I would sort of assume, yeah, they're normal. And now that yeah. you're an adult, you're like, oh yeah, they probably were total freaks. Absolutely. You can really see a lot in hindsight for sure. But I also yeah. had great experiences with teachers. Like one of my teachers, my English teacher was really cool. And now we're Twitter friends. Hey, cool. Yeah. Speaking nice. of Twitter, I, I always notice, um, and this is uh, something women have to deal with, you know, that the whole reply guy thing. Oh, yeah. Where it, um, you know, uh, women especially will write a funny tweet and then there'll be like 10, maybe 40 to 50 year old men <laughs> who seem to have wives and children trying so hard to add on and flirt with this woman who, uh, who you know, did a funny tweet. Yes, trying to make the tweet funnier or like explain something like well or yeah. like or ruining the joke. You know what? I don't get a lot of those. Um I don't get a lot of those cuz I'm not I'm not very active on Twitter. Mm. I go through spurts of like being active and then just sinking into the back the background. <laughs> right, right. So I don't have a lot of those. But I see them all the time. One time a woman on Twitter did something so funny. I forget who it was. I wish I remembered. But she broke down like the different type of reply guys. Oh, that's our, our former guest on the show, Suze Kempner from, from London, England. Yeah, oh, that's right. That was so good. Yes. Yeah, she's very funny. It's true. Who, Mike, and isn't, don't people uh, say that Andy Richter is a big reply guy? Like he's oh, awesome. No. He does it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. Um have you ever noticed Jackie um on Instagram? Um when you when you go to the like tab, you know the heart tab that shows you the interactions that have happened? Oh yeah. No wait, where is it here? I'm going to try to find it. Um there's a thing you can look up. You can either see um who has liked your stuff mm-hmm. or you can click on a thing that just shows you what your friends have been liking. Oh yes, I I always forget how to get there though. I'm having trouble remembering that too, but if you look it up, I, I, for some, maybe they changed it actually, because I'm not seeing it right now, but it's really damning because I've looked at it sometimes and it's like, 
maybe 40, 50 year old men I know clicking like on like workout girl uh, oh, God. You know, <laughs> videos. Yes. It's very embarrassing for them. And I don't know if they know that we can all see. They must have taken that likes. away because I can't find it either. But I, I'm, I've seen I it before. It I'll tell you after the pod who I've seen uh, do a lot of that. I got um, some good guesses going on in my head right now. <laughs> <laughs> I, it's funny, like like clicking guys clicking like on sexy girls because you know i don't know what the upside is really of that i guess maybe you 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 think on some level that's you letting them know that you like what you see yeah it is that and it is in their head are they thinking like well now she knows so yeah. is there like a sliver of, <laughs> or there's more kind of fodder for their, their daydream or their fantasy? I think it's like somehow the fantasy that like, now I've laid the groundwork a bit. And if, you know, <laughs> the time ever comes right when I meet this uh, LA uh, fitness, fitness and model. Health, health and lifestyle coach. Yeah, who knows? Hey, are you the guy who uh, liked my picture <laughs> seven months ago? <laughs> Where I was bent over and wearing a song. <laughs> so, Jackie, you are very active on on Instagram. Um, you often post pictures of your cat or you uh, videos of him. But you also are famous for posting what you see out of your window. You you live in a very interesting corner in Toronto where where the 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 damnedest things seem to happen, and you record it on video. It, the damnedest things go on outside. It's such a busy, crazy intersection. And pair that with the fact that the building I live in, it has its own back parking lot that's kind of right right behind Bloor Street. And it's insane what gets up, like what goes on in this parking lot. And it's attached to like, the parking lot is shared with like restaurants and weird pet, uh, sort of like a, money laundering kind of front that poses as a pet groomers and like <laughs> it's mania out there i see it all it's it's non-stop 24 7 debauch like i remember you saying that you you saw you've seen people having sex in the in the out your window in the in that alley um yes right beside my garbage cans oh well there's no more romantic place <laughs> <laughs> to uh, bring the one you love than beside the garbage can. Uh, you, I remember you posted a video once of someone frying onions also there. Oh, they were chopping onions, yeah, in the parking oh. lot. They had this, like, plastic chair set up, and I was in our house. And luckily, our apartment has lots of really nice big windows. But I said to Elliot, I'm like, oh, something stinks like B.O. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, it's onions. And I said, yeah, it stinks like onions. And he's like, somebody's chopping onions back in the parking lot. I'm like, come on. Like, no, that's not not that now. And I looked out and there was like a industrial sized black hefty bag of red onions and a chopping board. But nobody was there at the moment. It's like they started it and abandoned it. Whoa. That's so strange. And like, yeah, there's just constantly people back there pissing, doing this and that. And yeah. the couple that had sex, oh my God. Let me paint a picture for you but this parking lot because it's dirty out there. It's disgusting. <laughs> and there's like, I don't know who it is a couple doors down, but they hoard rugs. So every time someone's throwing out a, a carpet or a rug, like we've thrown out a, two rugs before because they were just too shaggy and like not not easy to clean and they always end up in the parking lot spread out like decorating the parking lot 
in the wind and the rain and the snow and the slush all year round, these rugs. Right. And this couple one night, it was really late at night. It was like two in the morning. And, and this is back when like ba- this bar baseline used to be opened up the street. It's like the weirdest, <laughs> worst bar. And this couple was fighting underneath the window. You don't do that. And you don't do that. Yeah, well, you don't do this and that. <laughs> and they were like clearly wasted and, and fighting. And I looked out the window. I said, can you move it along, please? I'm always yelling at people at the window. Can you move it along? And they're like, yeah, yeah, we're going, we're going. And then, and then I go back to whatever I was doing. It was late, two in the morning. I had my rollers in and everything, my hair rollers in. <laughs> and then I hear all of a sudden like, eh, 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 uh, 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 uh. And I was like, <laughs> no, no fucking way. They're fucking out there. Sorry, I was swearing. And this is after you said, guys, can you get out of here? So they know you're just up the... <laughs> Yes. Up, uh, nearby. Yeah. And so they're they're. I can't really see them because they're so close against the building now, but they're having loud, disgusting, drunk sex on the rug, on one of the rugs in between garbage cans. Like they were, they were <laughs> young teens. Like they looked like teens from the suburbs. Oh, wow. man. So they came into Toronto on a Friday night, went to a <laughs> yeah. bar. Went to Baseline. I'm stuck on living in Barrie. Let's go to the big city and then fuck each other on a stinky rug in a gross <laughs> back alley. And I went out. I went out there in my rollers and my robe. Did you wave While your they rolling were pin at yeah, them? Yeah, because I was like, this is not happening. I'm not, this is not happening. Like, I know it's not cool to be like NIMBY or whatever, like not in my backyard. <laughs> but, but like that is instance. actually not happening in my backyard. Yeah, that might be an instance it's reasonable to say, not that in my backyard. <laughs> Were you like, yeah. hey, you two, stop expressing your love for each other? <laughs> they didn't even know each other. And then and then I went out there and they, they were just kind of like now sat against the wall, like spent. Ugh. And I said, you got to get going, get going. And then the guy was like, come back now. We're just going to fucking back to Scarborough. And then the girl was like, I live just around the corner. <laughs> and it so was she- like, I wasn't even standing there. Like they weren't even paying attention to the fact that I was standing there. I'm like, get lost. So they didn't have to do, be in a stinky carpet. They could have gone to No, her home. it was a choice. Interesting. Hmm. I felt well, bad for the girl. I felt bad for how, how shitty she probably felt the next morning. <laughs> yeah. Not exactly a heartwarming thing like Love Actually or Notting Hill or something. It's, yeah. Um, but Jackie, um, you did an Instagram story that I was really obsessed with a couple of months ago where you videotaped out your window a video of a guy washing his penis washing his in your backyard yes i did yeah and And, you know what it didn't have a lot of context around it that video so it had a lot of people wondering Mm -hmm. yeah it got a lot of tongues wagging it was probably i'm gonna say one of the biggest scoop of your career i brought that scoop out into the light and it it exploded (laughs) Now, and just to be clear, it wasn't, it didn't look like at all, it really didn't look like a, a, a man who's down on his luck or anything like that. Not it looked like a, a dude who, you know, who was just at a bar and a uh, kind of a club going guy. guy. Yes, What's that, I Michael? can paint the whole picture and mm. actually I have even more information. Oh, great. So it was like four, no, sorry, it was probably 545 in the morning because the sun was just coming up mm. and I was awake so early. and. It was these three guys who were in their like early 20s and they were walking towards Bloor and they clearly were like rolling over from a party or something. Like they were, Mm -hmm. they clearly were coming from a party 
And like many people do, they were taking turns pissing against the tree in my parking spot out there. Yeah. That's a classic uh, sunrise piss with your friends. (laughs) (laughs) There's always people pissing in this parking lot at any time of day. And it's always in my parking spot too. It's like, cause there's a tree in my parking spot. Um, And so they were taking turns kind of like one would piss and then go to the sidewalk. The other one would go to the same place and piss. And I'm watching them because I love to wait till the last minute to yell at people. (laughs) (laughs) Like once they've been bad, then I yell from the window just to like embarrass them more. (laughs) And so, so I'm waiting for the last guy to finish his piz and suddenly, and I'm filming of course, and suddenly he has a bottle of water and just from behind, I can see that he's, he's using his bottle of water to thoroughly like scrub his freaking dilk. (laughs) And it's true. If you watch the video is on your Twitter and yeah. probably yeah. your Instagram, probably from if you go back a couple months and it, it, he seems very clearly to be yeah, washing his specifically his dick. Yes. And then he takes a swig of the bottle and continues washing his dick. Right. And and so he finished. And I said I said some mouthy, smart ass remark, like I'm constantly making smart ass remarks out the window. But then I had people being like, what the, what the hell, Jackie? Was? I said, um, I said, hey, I can put a hand washing station in there for you for next time. <laughs> <laughs> and he looked at me like, you know, a deer in the headlight kind yeah. of, oh, and then he didn't Whatever, say anything. Man. He just walked away. Yeah, he was. He looked at me like I was inconveniencing his dick wash. <laughs> Excuse me, madam. I'm trying to bathe here. <laughs> like, what were they doing partying? I guess. I guess we've all been there. You party so hard, at least guys like me and James. You party all night and you sweat, and you've then you've got you got a, a grimy penis at the end of the <laughs> night. And you want to well, wash it with some water. A lot of people speculated that, like, because clearly, like I said, they were coming from a party. And, and actually, I saw other groups of people that same morning walking from the same direction. So I think there was some kind of like after hours or rave or something, even though it was like peak pandemic lockdown time. Um, and, and people speculated that he probably hooked up with a girl and then was going home to like a girlfriend or a live in partner or something. And he was washing the evidence, even like a condom stinks enough, I guess. Oh, they, they stink to high heaven. So we had a stanky, a stanky ass dink and he he didn't want his girlfriend to know. He had a cheating dink. Um, yeah. No, there was no follow up, really. I didn't. I never saw those guys again. I thought about sending that video to like Six Buzz <laughs> TV, <laughs> right. Right. but I didn't want to like embarrass him too much. But you know what? I, I had second thoughts about posting it because I'm like, this is mean, maybe to post it. I didn't really show his face, but right. also, and look, I don't want to be nimby or anything either. But like, I that parking spot ain't cheap. So if you're <laughs> gonna go wash your dick in my parking spot. I think I have the right to use it for entertainment. Your story here, I'm just spitballing, but it really strikes me that it would make the perfect premise for a full-length feature film in the tradition of Aaron Brockovich, where you you take these three party animals to court and you try, you know, they go on trial and you accuse them of like ruining the the <laughs> the neighborhood causing you know property to like the price to plummet. Yes, I, I do a class action with all the neighbors. 
Yeah, and you in the end, it's like you get a Toronto city bylaw passed where you can't uh, wash your dick at dawn uh, in a parking space. Between the hours of 5.30 a.m. and 7.30 a.m., you cannot wash your dick. I, Mayor John Tory, declare the new law between the hours of 5 a.m. and 8 a.m. No more dick washing in people's backyards. And then the evil politician is like, I'm ruined! <laughs> I, I, I built the- my career on late night dick washing. <laughs> it's my biggest source of income. I, I wonder if the guy, if he was washing himself to escape detection from his partner, I wonder if it backfired where like he got home and his wife or girlfriend was like, how come every part of you stinks except for except your penis? Except your dick. Mm, Interesting. Yeah. See, that's where it pays off to have that kind of critical, critically thinking mind. Because mm. if I were him in that case, I would have washed off completely. But then I would have just, while it was still damp, kind of just like banged it <laughs> against the tree or something just to get a little soot. Yeah, that's smart. Yeah. yeah. You don't want, if you've been out clubbing, raving all night and you go home to your gal... You don't want your dick to be to be you know sparkling too clean. dirty or too clean. Yeah. It's never been cleaner. Yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> yeah, you know what she, it reminds <laughs> me? I saw a murder show on TV about a murder that happened in England. And Ooh. the the two pe- the couple that murdered this girl, they when the police searched their home, their home was a horde. Like it was a full blown like hoarders, like messy, disgusting, dirty, junk everywhere, except their bathtub was there's nothing in the bathtub and it was bright white Mr. Clean sparkling because they had like mm. uh, chopped her up in the bathtub and cleaned it up. Hello, duh. Yeah, interesting. Conspicuous. Incon- yeah. Inconspicuous. Uh, whatever. Yeah, it was yeah. the only clean place in the house, <laughs> much like that guy's dick. So like when that guy got home, his girlfriend is sitting there on the couch and, and he's like, hey, babe. And she's like, uh-huh, whip it out. Oh, yes, babe. Ready for inspection? And then she's like, oh, "Okay, don't don't see any, uh, you know, stink on here, but it's almost too clean." <laughs> it's like Sherlock. Well, there was a song. Don't you remember that song that was like, "Let me like smell your dick." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Come I on, think- if you've got to smell your boyfriend's dick every time he walks in the door, that's trust issues, obviously. <laughs> yeah. The you know what? You don't, yeah, you got trust problems if every time he's been out, you gotta smell his dick. Even if he just took the garbage out. (laughs) (laughs) I think it was, I don't remember who to give credit to on this. It might have been Tim Gilbert or our friend Nathan or Chris or something, but um, someone saw an episode of Maury where a guy was being accused of cheating on his girlfriend. And the reasoning was, that he came home one night and the woman saw that his dick, I, I, this, and apparently they really said this on Maury, like, I guess his dick looked not clean. Uh. And the guy said that the, his excuse was <laughs> he had been eating Parmesan cheese. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess it fell. Ew. I guess it fell on him. And this apparently was really a real thing on Maury. That this was his defense. The classic snack, Parmesan cheese. <laughs> Fistfuls of Parmesan because it's Just so crumbly. Really disgusting. But this is apparently his, you know, what he came up with. 
And Ew, he, you gotta wonder what he had been up to if it, that's what it resembled. <laughs> it's so true. Yeah, that doesn't sound great, you know? Like, parmesan. you know when you're with a girl and then it looks like your dick has parmesan And then, you know, you get the parmesan effect. <laughs> Come on, guys, you're with me. <laughs> yeah, you're, like, talking with your guy friends. You know when you're with a girl and you have the parmesan effect? We all have it, right? Uh, not really. <laughs> Oh, come well, on. I don't mean to like plug my own material here at all. Oh, please, please. go ahead. I have a joke about when I was a kid and I had this before I had ever seen like a duck <laughs> that in my mind, like what I thought it would look like was um, greasy and covered in like crumbs. <laughs> Like the way that crumbs fall on the couch. Like I just picture that it was like kind of greasy and then it attracted lint and crumbs. For some reason, I thought that. That's the joke. You thought it was a lint roller, basically. Yeah, like a lint roller, like a sticky toy from the machine that was behind the couch. Like that's the joke. But do you want to be, do you want to know the truth? The true truth is the, 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 where that joke originated from is that my, one of my best friends growing up was at our other friends. And her mom was like single and had this like boyfriend, like, I don't know what his name is, but I want to say Terry or something. Mm. And he came out with his only a robe from the bedroom and she saw his dick. And I said, what was it like? And she said, well, it looked kind of like greasy, like it or if it was covered in crumbs. (laughs) So that's where that joke comes from. Someone actually saw greasy crumb dick. Wow. wow. I wonder what the hell So he, he had the Parmesan effect. It was a Parmesan. <laughs> the Parmesan <laughs> effect, yeah. Wow. Well, maybe, like, they had been... Ew, this is so gross. But, like, obviously they'd been, like, doing it. And then right. maybe the sheets were just kind of grimy. Oh. <laughs> Isn't that the... Don't you feel like an utter scumbag when you're in bed and the sheets are slimy and you oh, realize you like haven't washed si- the sheets? If there's sheets? a single crumb in the bed, it makes me feel like the worst, lowest of the low, low life. Yeah, like you have no worth as a human if when you're... You feel like when you're in bed and it's like, these sheets are dirty. Ugh, it's so, nothing nothing worse. Do you, do you guys, like, ever, like, snack... When you're sitting around in bed or anything like that? Well, I used to a lot because (laughs) when I had like roommates and stuff, (laughs) when I had roommates and stuff, I would, everything was in my room, right? Like I would watch TV on my Mm -hmm. laptop in my room. I would Mm -hmm. eat in there. I would do everything in there. But now that I don't like, now I have a living room and like not a roommate. All Mm -hmm. my eating is done. And Elliot's more fussy than me. Like he would he wouldn't he wouldn't go for me eating in the bed and i'm pretty messy eater too <laughs> <laughs> jackie when you were um when you were in the uk recently i was just reminded of this this, this tweet started going viral um one of the supermarkets there started selling bags of peeled hard-boiled eggs and the picture is so disgusting. It's like a bag with like, wa- mm. like they're in water. They're like floating in water. And it's just a bunch of hard boiled eggs. You can buy it like Waitrose or whatever. Oof. Did you I see didn't those? see those there. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't no question, come across those. A- I think I do remember seeing a tweet like that. But I mean, you know what? That's right in our own backyard here because we get those double eggs in the little baggie. Have you seen those? No. They have those here. They're like, it's the same, it's, it's, um, Brayberry Farms that like the same company that you get a carton of eggs, right? 
Right. But they, if you look in the grocery store section where you get kind of like a sandwich to go or like small salads, there's always the packages of two peeled, hard-boiled eggs Ugh. floating in water. I feel like those should have tracking devices on them so that whoever buys them is followed by the police because they <laughs> probably are a, a serial killer or at least... <laughs> Have weird stuff on their hard drives. Well, you know what, then? If that's the case, Mike, lock me up because I've bought those a couple times. Wow. Oh, boy. Now, what I meant to say, Jackie, <laughs> is that um, people who buy that, who am I to judge what they eat? <laughs> and well, the reason being is because I sometimes um, I'm on a like a food tracker that I use <laughs> and it, on a points basis and eggs are no points. And mm. so that's your snack, baby. You can well, eat as I- many eggs. As you want. Yeah, because they know you're not going to eat like a dozen, so they, you don't have to count them. I really, you know, I eat a lot of eggs, but I have a weird thing about hard-boiled eggs. Like, mm-hmm. if I make it and eat it, it's fine. But if they've been in the fridge or someone else has made them, I find them hard to eat. <laughs> but, but you don't have that, huh? It doesn't, doesn't make you queasy well, when you buy them. No, no, just- I know. I completely know what you mean. Like, hard-boiled egg is the the last type of egg that I would choose to eat (laughs) (laughs) and especially not one that's like from a like a fact like those eggs in those little baggies they don't taste like an egg you'd even make on your own like they're they they sort of a weird thing to like they're kind of taste like salt more sulfury or like a fard stink smell (laughs) and for all you know they could have been boiled by a maniac (laughs) yeah you just don't know but if I my favorite egg is is a boiled egg, but like no more than seven and a half minutes. Mm-hmm. Like the kind that's in a ramen. My rule is six for soft, nine for hard. Minutes. That's perfect. Six <gasps> minutes oh, for soft. Michael, didn't you tell us once that your mom said that she boiled eggs for thirty minutes? Oh yeah. Yes. This this keeps coming up this is on a big this show. topic on the pod. Yes. Now, personally, I'm her son. I'm an eight-minute man for hard-boiled eggs. Um, but we were talking recently, and she hates eggs. She's hated them her entire life, but she feels, I don't know, obligated to eat them, or she feels guilty if she doesn't eat them, and they're such a high source of protein, whatever, they're, they're easy. And so she does eat them, even though she loathes them, and she told me that she uh, boils them for 30 goddamn minutes. Oh, yeah. my God. It's insane. I've said to Mike, like, I would love if we could do a segment on the podcast where Mike talks to his mom about the eggs or goes through the process. But yes, he, with COVID and everything, it, it might be a while. But it sounds like the kind I, I, of- I can't get over it. I I can't stop thinking about it. I just it can't. Like a- I can't really imagine what that egg would taste like. Like, would it just be ashes flavorless? <laughs> Yeah. Oh god. It would be. Cuz you know even if you did it say probably 15 minutes, I think it would probably get that gray thing going on and yes, kind of I start being that. a bit unpleasant. Yeah. And then the shell would probably be like hard to peel off, which is also my pet peeve, like a poorly mm. peeled egg is so infuriating. How, how satisfying is it when you have a hard-boiled egg and you crack it and then it kind of <laughs> peels off all in one oh, chunk, like there's some bliss. underlayer that slide has it slide right off? Yes, mm-hmm. complete bliss. Sometimes when I screw up an egg and it doesn't peel like that, I'm almost tempted to just honestly throw it out. <laughs> hey, Jackie, that reminds me of the, that kind of tweet. Like, what if I tweeted, sure, sex is good, but have you ever tried hard boiling an egg and then spinning the, the shell and the shell slides right off? You know what? I know it's a, a, a tired old format, but I would like that. <laughs> oh, but know how stupid I am. Sometimes I have my moments. I find I'm pretty intelligent, but I have my mo- my moments. And recently I was talking to a friend about like 
um, having a chicken so that you have eggs all the time. I would, I would love that. Would love it. But then I said, yeah, but then you have to have a, a rooster or at least oh. you'd have to somehow steal a rooster's sperm somewhere. Yeah. And my yeah. friend was like, no, you idiot. Like a chicken's egg is because they're not pregnant. If they were right. pregnant, then there's a bird in there. You asshole, idiot, moron. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, you know yeah. I would have thought this. I I, th- I mean, I do know that, but but I could have thought the wrong thing, too, because it's confusing yeah, kind of what the hell the, eggs are. Yeah, I, but you know what? An egg is simply and nothing more than their period. That's, and it tastes delicious. Huh. <laughs> because, because when a girl has their period, they have their they have an egg come out and the egg comes. Yeah. It goes goes away because there's no rooster to put a baby in the egg. Imagine saying that on a brunch, on a date and you're having brunch with someone. You know, this, we're eating nothing more than a chicken's period right now. <laughs> that's how you'd weed out the fem. Like that's how you make sure you have a feminist on date guy. <laughs> yes, you're right. He'd stay. Well, I remember when I was in the UK the first time I went grocery shopping. I couldn't for the life of me find the the eggs in the in the refrigerated section. And I was like, what what kind of country is this? What the yes. hell's going on? How is this a like the biggest? Um, you know. They owned half the world. And then they just don't refrigerate them. They I them can't there. get over it either. I find it so disturbing. Mm. Yeah, I've been to other countries too where they don't refrigerate it. It's a thing. Maybe we're and the freaks. Fr- and in France, they don't refrigerate their milk too. Really? Mm. I mean, look at what's happening in France though. <laughs> my Nana, my grandmother, used to eat or drink, go to a farm especially and buy unpasteurized milk. And we all said that's that you you shouldn't do that. Like that's bad for you, right? And she drank unpasteurized milk her whole life, and then she got Alzheimer's, which is mad cow disease. I don't think that's true. Yeah, Alzheimer's (laughs) Alzheimer's is like it's the same brain lesions as mad cow. Really? Wow. Yeah. Well, <laughs> at least, you know, unpasteurized milk, I think, tastes better. So she at least got some benefit from... Uh, Does milk even taste good? Like, it feels sort of good. I, can, really I, I don't drink milk. it. Yeah, I guess it... Well, milk to me only tastes good if you just had, like, a really dense piece of chocolate cake or something. Mm-hmm. Or peanut butter or something. Yeah. yeah. But even <sighs> then, if I were to drink a whole glass of milk at this point in my life, I'd be like, oh! <laughs> I'd be so sick. Yeah. Mm. Well, I'm like you, James. I drink almond milk because I, I know that you were making a smoothie earlier with chocolate almond milk. Yes. Right before we... Actually, right before we recorded, I thought, oh, I had a really long uh, walk today, so I'm like, I'm going to make a fun snack. So the first thing I tried to do was I'm like, I'll have uh, crackers and hummus. Normal, right? So I, I get a thing... Uh, I get the crackers out, and then I go, oh, shit, do I have hummus? And then in the back of the fridge, an old an old jar um, container of hummus is in there. And I thought, ah, I'm sure it's still fine. Pull it out, open it up. I take a cracker, I dip it in, I... Just, take a bite. I start chewing. And then I notice uh, uh, like some of the hummus is literally green and blue. (gasps) Oh my God. (laughs) I've already started chewing. So I'm like, and I spit it out. And then I immediately go to the bathroom and rinse my mouth with the Wait, you put it in your mouth before seeing that it was all green? Yeah. I didn't even think who, who, 
Who inspects the hummus before they have a bite of James, hummus? But how James, big is friend? the container that you didn't just automatically see it? Well, I would to be the 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 mold seemed to be on the rim, like on the edges. Oh, okay. okay and I okay. didn't really look. I just went in the middle. Ooh, Please don't take this the wrong way, James. Was, don't uh, don't take this the wrong way. But you're a hummus amateur. <laughs> <laughs> I think. Well, so then I thought, oh God, that was disgusting. Well, you know, we're about to record. Um, I'm really, you know, I, I'd like a good uh, snack. I'm going to make a smoothie. I love, um, you know, banana peanut butter smoothies, you know, and I put <laughs> uh, almond, chocolate almond milk in it. Ooh. Is it sweetened or unsweetened chocolate almond? Uh, it's probably sweetened. Uh, lo- so it's uh, like see, a fun I, treat. I love, I love any chocolates, almond milk. Go on. Yeah. So I make it. It's like 10 minutes before we were supposed to Skype. I'm like, oh, this is going to be great. It's going to be so satisfying. But my blender, it's a stupid old blender. And it's kind of like you put um, it's for single um, servings, you kind of put this cup in upside down and screw it in. And I just did it wrong. And as I'm trying to unscrew this delicious uh, banana smoothie, I just pull it up and all the peanut butter <laughs> smoothie pours everywhere, everywhere, all over the floor and the counter. Oh, God. Oh, and I didn't get to drink it. And I'm so mad still that I didn't get to drink that smoothie. And like a whole banana was in it. That's such a waste. A whole like, banana. Uh... The last of my chocolate almond milk. Um, so we've we've had a, a beautiful, long, robust, yes. healthy conversation and just before we end the episode, Jackie, it's time for us to do our weekly segment. We've been doing it for about a month and a, a bit now. It's mm-hmm. called Draft Folder Disasters. No! And how it works is Perfect. we all go back through the, the stinky, stanky, crumb-covered recesses of our Twitter <laughs> draft folders, um, and we read something that we didn't tweet for one of many reasons. It could be a bad tweet. It could be uh, incoherent. It could be incomplete. We're going to each read one, and then we're going to sort of analyze it, uh, discuss it, and, and maybe even punch it up. Great. Excellent. All right. Um, I'll, I'll go first. Now, this one is ripped from the headlines. I didn't tweet this one, but I wrote it uh, this weekend. It's about uh, you-know-who uh, down in Washington, D.C., in the White House, who hasn't been feeling very hot lately. Are you oh, talking yeah. about a guy who's orange, Michael? <laughs> yes. Okay, yes, I think I know. Three bags full. Um, so here's my tweet. Um, here it goes. Uh, before I do it, there's a little bit of a preface. You, are you familiar with Halloween feel boxes, both of you? Yeah. No. It's like you know what, what you uh, peeled grapes. You like you have kids and they it's like dark. Oh and yes, of you course. It's like oh those are eyeballs or like yeah. a bunch of spaghetti and it's supposed to be I don't know. Anyway, so here's here's my tweet based on a field box. Here it goes. The White House should do a Halloween field box where you close your eyes and think you're touching a brain, but it's actually the president's lungs. <laughs> <laughs> I like that, Mike. I didn't tweet it. You did. You didn't. No, I didn't. You didn't. Yeah. No. I guess it doesn't totally make sense. Um, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. Because, like, you think you're feeling them. brains, but it's <laughs> lungs. But I guess it's still an organ. It's still if, an organ. If he doesn't make it, 
I guess you could throw his lungs in a box. Oh yeah. And so what they they would be they would feel like a brain because of <laughs> the damage to them from COVID. You've, well, you've, you've both um, identified some of the major problems with the tweet. The logical <laughs> problems it doesn't really make sense. The I guess the texture wouldn't match with what it's supposed to be. Brains don't feel like lungs. I imagine they're not the same shape. So um, for those reasons, I didn't tweet it. But maybe <laughs> what would it be? What would be better? You close your eyes. You think you're touching. Um, spaghetti, but it's the president's lungs. It doesn't. It just doesn't work. Mm, I think a lung would feel like um, I don't know, maybe petting a dog's back or something, or right, or a, a, a leather sack. So you think they say like, <laughs> put your hand in this thing? It's you're touching a a dog's back, and then they. Go <laughs> the dog and it's the I'm trying lungs. to think of the circumstance where you where it's a real bait and switch. Like yeah. you think. Or do you think you're touching something normal and it's actually right. his I guess lungs? like the the top of the lung, like there's probably a hole that goes into the inside of the lung, like, you know, from the top. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I guess you could say, put your finger in this, I don't know. Hmm. B- balloon. Mm. Balloon. Yeah. Or what about like, oh, you, it's a Halloween feel box where you feel like there's nothing in the box, but it turns out it's his Donald Trump's president, Donald Trump's tax return. Oh, Whoa. that's good. Ding, that's ding, good. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've got a I good one. I didn't get that 22 minutes job. <laughs> it's never too late. I, I'll send I've them. Got a, I've got a good one in the same vein. Um, you, you give a box to a kid and go, uh, why don't you feel in the box? And the kid goes, there's nothing in here. And then you go, Yeah. Because it's uh, filled with Donald Trump's morality. Oh. Doesn't Whoa. exist. And then everyone Staining in the crowd stuff. stands up and applauds slowly, and then it gets yeah. faster, and then they start saluting the flag. Yeah. <laughs> Very good. Excellent. Should I go next? It, it has legs, Mike. It's got legs. <laughs> it's got lungs. Um, this one is not very good, and uh, I didn't tweet it because it's not funny, I think. Okay. But uh, here we go. In my draft folder here, I wrote, Will Smith and Macklemore are probably in an Edison versus Tesla style race to get an inspirational COVID rap out there. <laughs> so, I mean, I don't know. It has a lot of elements to it. It's a yeah. lot going on. Family there friendly is a lot rap. Will, Will um, Smith is so well was recently very relevant again. What with everything, Will Smith. Yeah, because him and Jada were like talking about their crazy open relationship. Right. And, but Macklemore, I feel like he, has he he's kind of been out of the out of the spotlight. Yeah, I just yeah. remember he had sort of an inspirational rap song. I mean, this is part of the problem, but, but, but also this tweet yeah. relies on people. I have to know some some history. They they need to know about the famous rivalry between the inventors Nikolai Tesla and <laughs> Thomas Edison, who throughout their careers were always you know um, rivals, always like mm-hmm. trying to one up each other. Yeah, and, I, well, even I knew that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because they say I think that uh, that the if uh, Tesla had been the one to harness electricity, we might be all better off. Apparently, it yes, was better because it was alternating. No, what did he have? Damn. One of them was like, I like Luxury. alternating current. And then the other one said, no, it should be this kind of current. Direct? ACDC? Something? Remember <laughs> in The Prestige when David Bowie played Tesla? Hell yeah, of course. That's such a memorable part to me that. because of all of his cats. 
Oh, that's right. Yeah. Be careful with this technology, Hugh Jackman. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, are you going to maybe take another look at that tweet, James, and, and try it yeah. again? Or? Uh, probably not. Um, probably it was, re- it was uh, attempted at the beginning of COVID, too. Maybe, mm. you know, not as relevant right. right now. Okay. I think that one's hitting the old graveyard. Okay. Damn. Well, Jackie, would you like to uh, take us home with your uh, draft folder disaster? Okay. This, this, so you said that incoherent ones are okay, right? Oh, yeah. absolutely. Like, you know, I'm not a big tweeter. So one of my, and I, you know what? I, I kind of don't even really remember composing this, but uh, it goes like this. <clears throat> Must have been in the summer when I was at a beach. Okay. My beach companions seem to like my beach bucket when it's filled with the classics, sand, water, shells, etc. But have they the grit for the darker side of my beach combing? I find they do not. <laughs> <laughs> what does it mean? That's good. Very well, you start imagining, you know, uh, eyeballs. Be in that bucket. Yeah. Blood. Yeah. Con- like for use condoms. Yeah. Sure. Old There's cigarettes. a lot of gross stuff on the beach. And I am a beachcomber. I love combing the beach. Hmm. Right. But can, you so, know what? I don't know what to say about that one. Here's one that has more kind of celeb cachet to it. Is that okay? Please. Sure. Okay. <laughs> Do you know the serial killer Eileen Wernos? <laughs> yes. No. She was in so, Monster. Yeah, the, she's the oh. movie. The, she's a person in the movie Monsters about, okay? Gotcha. Um, so it's one of those tweets where it's like, this is when, okay, I'll just read it to you. Okay. So Eileen Wernos, when told she'll be played, she's going to be played by Charlize Theron. And then it's a face, like an emoji of the face looks like, Oh, you shouldn't have like, Oh me. Like, you know, that kind of like flattered emoji. <laughs> and then Eileen Wernos finally seeing the movie colon. And it's like a series of emojis. That's just like shock and disappointment. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Should I tweet it? Yeah, I like that. Is she? She's dead, right? Uh did she get put to death? So not, you won't I don't bother. No, but if she did ever find out, that would that would kind of be like that. Like Eileen, um, they want to make a movie about you with Charlize Theron being. Yes, you. she'd be like, oh, she Geez. was definitely alive when they made the movie. Yeah. Wow. So she must have heard that. Yeah, that'd be like finding out that like, oh, Michael, uh, Ryan Gosling is playing you in the biopic about your life. Oh, great. But then also he's gaining 50 pounds and uh, smashing his face with a hammer. There's going to be a lot of prosthetics for Ryan. Um, he'll, yeah, he's going to have like totally different head. <laughs> and you know what? As, as sort of, you know, rough as this Eileen Wernos woman did look, okay? Mm-hmm. She was rough stuff for sure. Yeah. But I feel like... So Charlize playing her, they eradicated her eyebrows. No eyebrows in sight. Yeah. And Eileen Wernos had a bit more eyebrows. So if I were her, I'd be like, excuse me. Yes, I'm awful. (laughs) But I had a bit more eyebrows than that. Yeah, I think they overdid it with Charlize there. And like, if I remember correctly, just from memory... Yeah, she looked rough, but also just seemed to have just, like, dirt and soot on her face in the movie. <laughs> yes, it looked like she'd been rolling around in, um, <laughs> in a, a gully. sandbox. <laughs> yeah, it's true. I'll think about tweeting that, maybe. Jackie, thank you so much for joining us. It's been too long. It's been way too long. Let's not let it go this long again, yes. boys. You, you didn't have a mic for a long time, but we've <laughs> no. been wanting you on for a long time. 
I am infuriating with tech. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was so nice to talk to you and see you again. You too. And, Thanks uh, for having me as always. Hope we talk to you soon. Love you, boys. See Bye. you, Jackie. This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. Sonar! Hello, my buds, my pals, my friends, hopefully some new friends. I'm Trisha Black, a queer East Coast comedian living in the big city of Toronto and the host of One More Round with Trisha Black. That's me. The podcast where I sit down and have a drink or two or three with a variety of guests, folks that I want to get to know, people that inspire me, and friends who I just adore. It's kind of like an East Coast kitchen party, except if that kitchen were a studio and the conversation was the party. Brought to you by the Sonar Network, One More Round with Trisha Black is available every Wednesday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your sweet pods. So grab a drink and stick around for one more round. See what I did there?